Hello. Hello. Oh my god, this mic is covered in cat hair. <laughs> it just immediately went into my mouth. Oh man. Having two cats is a choice. It is a lifestyle choice. And uh, yeah. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for coming back. Hi, it's me, Maggie. Still on my bullshit over here. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like the universe knows that I'm trying to make a podcast out of my dating life. And they're like, yo, dog, I heard you liked uh, horrible (laughs) dating experiences. So we put horrible dating experiences within your horrible dating experience um so yeah just a brief life update um i am currently battling a losing battle against a mysterious swarm of flies in my apartment i am on an upper level in an apartment complex and uh, there should not be flies in my apartment at all it's not like i have Sorry, cat hair. It's not like I have a screen door looking out to the outside like Kramer and Seinfeld. It's it's like just showed up one day and last night I killed like at least 30 to 40 flies with my electric uh, fly swatter tennis racket. Went to work, came back, and now there's like 30 more. So um, on top of the cat hair that's in my mouth constantly screaming cats constantly and now there's just like flies (laughs) so um I haven't invited someone back to my apartment in a couple weeks and I doubt that I will anytime soon with all this chaos happening um so yeah that's what's going on with me um so I have a new well I have an update on an old dating experience that I had And obviously, um, some people who are listening to this have heard this story, but I'm going to put it on record and give this fucker an unfit-to-date nickname. And I'm going to call him... I'm going to call him Piece of Shit, but his nickname will be Paws, P-O-S, Paws. Uh, he referred to himself as a piece of shit multiple times uh, during throughout our re- interactions. So, you know, like self-declared piece of shit. Um, okay, so we're going to go back in time a little bit. This was over a year ago and I was still with my husband and we had decided to open up our marriage so we could see other people just to see if that would help um, (laughs) solve our problems. Uh, Spoiler alert, it did not. Um, So this guy, Paz, was one of my first interactions using the dating apps. And um, I was primarily looking for people who were also um, ENM, or as the kids call it, ethical non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamists. Um, I think there's a difference between ENM, poly, and open relationships, but I did not do my homework uh, and read all of the literature that would help me understand the differences. So I'm going to have to like 
uh, look that up and uh, probably educate myself on that just for, you know, just to make me a more intelligent person. But anyways, so my ex-husband and I had opened our marriage up and we were sleeping with other people. And I met Paz on Tinder and he said that he was in an open relationship and was engaged. And uh, we met up uh, for a cocktail. And during the cocktail, we like, you know, were vibing uh, chemistry wise. And he was explaining to me that he uh, was engaged, but his fiance was out of town and she was going to be out of town for the next two weeks. And um, yeah, and it was like his, the beginning of his open relationship journey. And I was like one of the first people that he had matched with on a dating app. And um, yeah, so we got cocktails and um, pause and I ended up going back to his apartment. And by the way, ew, we were getting cocktails in West Hollywood at the Surly Goat, which used to be my like, <laughs> when I lived in West Hollywood, that was my like <laughs> my sex haunt. That's where I took all of my potential <laughs> mates as if I was like a praying mantis. Um, I would take them all to like the Surly Goat because it was really close to my apartment it's pretty cheap, pretty dark. Uh, they have an outdoor smoking patio. And like I'm trying to quit. I've been a smoker since I was like 16, 17 years old. And I don't like rip through a pack a day, but I, you know, I, I smoke. Um, and I'm trying to quit right now, but it's really tough when you're... <laughs> It's just tough quitting any of your vices in this hellscape of a reality that we're living in in 2023. And um, so I, I like usually I like to when I'm drinking, I like to have like a cigarette every once, you know, every once in a while. What do I, I'm lying. I like to smoke when I'm drinking. I like to smoke all the time, but I smoke a lot when I'm drinking. And Surly Goat has a smoking patio and it's funny because depending on how well the date was going, I would either like not smoke um, out of fear of like turning off the partner that I was currently on a date with, a first date with. Um, so like a lot of the times if I was like really into someone or I was really like attracted to somebody, I would just like not smoke and then we would go and hook up and then I would like start smoking on the, like immediately after. Um but a lot of the times if I was just like kind of meh about the person, I would start smoking in front of them. And obviously because I wasn't afraid of them being turned off by my disgusting habit. And so um, a lot of the times them being cool with me smoking actually ended up making me more interested in them because I could kind of be my true gross self in front of them. Um, so I definitely started smoking cigarettes in front of pause. He was like fine. He's a short he's a short guy. Um, I would say I'm like five, five and I would say he's like five, six, five, seven. And, um, and like at this point in my <laughs> sex career, I was just kind of trying to get my bearings on who I was, um, outside of my relationship with my husband. I had not like hooked up with anyone, um, in like, you know, 14 years or whatever. And so it was very much like I, I was flailing even worse than I am now and I've, I've learned quite a bit from my experiences doing that but I'm still like trying to get my my footing and so um pause and I P 
POS and I, and you know, we, we ended up like kissing and stuff. And, um, I don't know why I brought up the smoking. Oh, I just think it's kind of interesting that like I withhold my smoking based on how much I think a guy is like out of my league (laughs) once meeting them. Maybe that's, I don't know. But yeah, so we ended up, um, going back to his place, his shared apartment with his fiance and she was obviously not there. And, um, we had sex and it was like, it was, it was like the best sex I had had in a, up until that point. He was like very like body worshiping to me. And like, I am very uncomfortable in my body in general. Like I just feel like it's never really been mine. And when I was little, I was too skinny um, and I had no boobs. And then when I like went through puberty, my boobs got really big all of a sudden and they were like really weird and distracting because like the rest of my frame was really skinny. And then um, as I got older and more depressed, I got like bigger and I didn't know how to like dress for myself and I don't have any hips and I don't have any butt and blah, blah, blah. I'm not probably going to edit that down because I don't want to blast off all of my insecurities to the universe, but I've always been kind of uncomfortable in my body. And pause was like, cool about that he was very like worshiping of it like he would like kiss my stomach and um it was just like a very like sensual experience with him and um I really dug that and I felt really comfortable I hadn't felt that comfortable with other partners um before him and I think I'd only slept with like two other people before I met POS and um so he was like really um attractive to me because a he was also in an open relationship but also he made me feel comfortable in you know like having sex with him which is like such a sad thing to comment on like you should feel comfortable with every person that you have sex with but that's not really my mo i just jump into shit even though i'm really uncomfortable because i just i think that my anxiety prevents me from having experiences and so i don't listen to my instincts and i end up Um, pushing myself into situations where I'm uncomfortable but I am doing it because I think it'll like make me grow but I'm learning to not do that anymore because I I my instincts are right I should listen to my instincts and it's not just anxiety it's actually my instincts telling me that something is wrong um so yeah shout out to my therapist (laughs) for helping me through that But, um, yeah, so POS and I have sex and it was lovely. And then we ended up making plans to see each other again, uh, a couple of days later. And, and he is like a texter, man. Like it's kind of rare to find a guy who's like super texty with you when you're just sleeping with someone, when you're just like a friends with benefits, they just don't put any effort (laughs) into getting to know you or talking to you because, it's not a relationship. They just want to fuck. And like, you know, I think gals, or at least I'll just speak for myself. I think I'm more of like a sapiosexual, meaning like I, I like, you know, getting to know people and learning about their interests and their intellect and that and like whatnot. And that is what makes me feel comfortable and turned on by a partner. And so um, the fact that POS was texting me a lot I think also helped me feel more um not secure but more 
at ease and maybe like a false sense of intimacy with him that I think was a, a lesson that I needed to learn. Um, the, one of the lessons that I took from <laughs> interacting with this person. Um, anyway, so so the second time we hang out, I, I'm, I'm planning on like spending the night at his apartment with him. And um, we had been talking for like a week or two weeks or something. And um, we were really enjoying each other's company and his, we were kind of trying to like utilize the fact that his fiance was out of town. I mean, when you're in an open relationship, it's kind of tricky because it's hard to host, which I hate that word. It's so swingers to me. Like, Oh, I'm hosting a swingers party. Like I can host us fucking cause my significant others out of town, you know, like, so when you're married, it's like, yeah, I can't host because my husband is at home, like living his life. Um, so we took advantage of um pos's fiance being out of town so um he lives in fucking studio city and so i go out to studio city so we went to a bar and you know having some social lubricants and um he said something very strange to me that made me a a a red a, a red flag went up for me and he um he kept referring to me as someone with the same sexual appetite as him, which I thought was really weird. Like he was kind of saying that I was somebody that was like overly sexual and almost like he was half admitting to me that he had like, um, uh, like a sex addiction. And that also he thought that I also had one, which I don't believe that I do. I think I just, came off that way to him because I was looking for like sex friends like I wasn't looking for a relationship and I don't think he had ever experienced something like that with someone so I think he was conflating me being his um, friends with benefits with me being like a sex addict Um, and so he kind of admitted to me that he was kind of a sex addict and he was struggling with his fiance because she was not they weren't as intimate as he wanted to be um and so that's why they opened the relationship which is like honestly none of my business like I'm not you know in in that position that I was in where I just wanted to be friends with benefits I I didn't need to know that information and I I felt like he was really kind of trying to get me to agree with him about all of his his um issues in his relationship and I just was like not interested in that and I would kind of steer the conversation away from that um and he ended up that night we both got kind of drunk because obviously we we could walk back to his apartment and he ended up telling me that he loved me which was a huge red flag I mean I had that was the second time I met him and we had only been texting for like a week and a half maybe yeah like a week maybe a week and a half and I just like chalked it up to him being drunk and I was just like okay that's weird that you said that but whatever um so we ended up going back to his place that night and um we uh got to his apartment and um he was kind of giving me a tour of his his two-bedroom apartment and we ended up we went into the guest room and we started like kissing and all of a sudden the Alexa on the end table in the guest room lit up and a a woman's voice came out of it and she was pissed and she was saying like 
POS, obviously his real name, POS, what's that noise? Who's there with you? What was that? And I went white as a sheet. I, I like, I was like, what the fuck? It was almost like a PA system, like a principal on an over, uh, intercom being like, come to the principal's office. It was, uh, it was his fiance and she was talking out of the Alexa and I was like topless, I think. And I immediately like ducked down and like covered myself and like hid behind a couch looking up and around trying to find where big brother was seeing me and I don't think she could see me I mean to this day I don't know if she could see me but she certainly heard us and she started to pop off and go like who's that slut in my house POS what are you doing I've been gone and you have someone else in your in my house like what the fuck is going on and I am just like mortified and I immediately leave the room and I go and find my top I put my top back on and I like gather all my shit and while I'm gathering my shit POS is on the phone now and I'm assuming it's with his fiance and he's just like profusely apologizing saying like I'm so sorry like I you know I thought that we agreed that we could be open and I'm just like oh my god like please please don't leave me I'm so sorry and obviously I put two and two together that he was not in an open relationship and he was cheating on his fucking fiance with me and lying to me and so I just grabbed my shit and I like look at him while he's still on the phone and I just say like you are a piece of shit like rotten hell basically (laughs) and I ended up taking a lift and going home and just being like so shook and obviously I told my ex-husband about it and we kind of started laughing about it and I ended up going to sleep and the next morning I woke up to a bajillion text messages from POS saying I'm sorry that you had to witness that her and I have just had a really hard time lately. I must have misunderstood our conversation. I'm really sorry that I put you in that position. I'm such a piece of shit. I'm such a piece of shit. Hence the nickname POS pause. And um, and then <laughs> the last the, the most recent text that I woke up to was him texting me saying I gave her your number. I hope that's OK um not okay (laughs) no no that's not okay sir what the fuck are you doing and so like I swear as soon as I read that I get an incoming call from an unknown number and it's a FaceTime it's not just a phone call it's a fucking FaceTime and I am in bed barely awake and you know kind of disheveled I had a couple cocktails the night before I'm obviously shook and I am just like I am such a freak and I do shit for the plot and so I obviously answered that FaceTime and I took it from my bed my ex-husband was not in the bed with me it was just me so like I would never subject him to, to that but I just you know for the record he wasn't in the bed with me it was just me and I was clothed I wasn't like naked or anything I took the call and she pops up on the screen and she just starts laughing looking at me and I'm just like oh my god what the fuck's going on and she goes we look exactly alike and I'm like I put my glasses on and I I'm looking at her after she says that and she's like a white chick with black frame glasses covered in tattoos and I'm like you're fucking right like what a loser 
And so she starts telling me about how fucked up POS is. And she's like, hey, you know, I know that you he told me that you didn't know. He told me that he lied to you about us being in an open relationship. He told me that you had no idea. So I'm not like angry with you. I just wanted to get your your perspective and just talk to you about this. And I was like, I am so sorry. I would never purposefully do that to another woman. I I just like that is I feel terrible. That guy is a piece of shit. And she was like, yeah, he is a piece of shit. He he and I haven't been having sex um, because I just had an abortion and I've not been feeling up for it. And he has expressed to me how horny he is. And, you know, we jokingly were talking about opening up the relationship, but that is not I did not think that we ended that conversation on agreeing that we were going to open up the relationship while I was gone. And like, (laughs) again, I'm like, that's insane. Um, Why are you with this person? I hope that you guys break up like this is insane. You you got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. And also, this is none of my goddamn business. Why are you dragging me into this? I I am being forced to watch this train wreck of a relationship. I keep getting brought into it. I am trying to like not be involved. I'm so sorry that I accidentally was the other woman. I I don't agree, I don't want I don't want anything to do with this guy. This guy's a piece of shit. Literally. Um So, you know, we ended the conversation and like that was that. And it's just kind of a funny story. But (sighs) flash forward to a year later. So this was like a month ago. So like I I met him in July 2022. And um, he ends up DMing me on Instagram in July 2023 and says, hey, um, I broke, we broke up. I'm not engaged anymore. Um, I, you know, I, I just wanted to see what you were up to. <laughs> and like the fucking chaos monster that I am, I'm like, you know, the sex was really good. And like, I don't, I don't want to date him. Like I might as well just like fuck this guy. And, um, <laughs> so I say yes. And we end up meeting, and you know laughing about the situation and me just like saying what a piece of shit he was but also us like flirting and acknowledging that we both enjoyed having sex with each other and so we ended up you know going back to my apartment and having sex and honestly this time having sex with him was like not pleasant I I knew I was making a mistake hooking up with this guy I just I and also I just knew like what a piece of shit he was and I thought I could just like look the other way and you know a hole is a hole (laughs) with him but I think my body and my subconscious was like yo dog this I don't have any respect for this person and it turns out I, I think I need to respect the person that I'm having sex with in order to enjoy it and um yeah so we ended up having sex And, like, of course, after we have sex, he starts popping off about how he's still in love with his fiance and he just wanted to, like, again, he, he, him and I have similar urges, like, piping up about this, like, sex addiction 
narrative that he's created about him and me and you know I, I mentioned it to him I'm like hey maybe you should like check out sex and love anonymous law and like see if you identify with people like that and that kind of shook him up but ultimately he told me like hey you know I just wanted to have sex with you which is fine because that's all I wanted too and that he his fiance moved out and like you know don't text him because she still has access to his text messages or some bullshit and I was like dude you guys are so dysfunctional like we're good I don't want to see you ever again um so flash forward to like Sunday like literally like three days ago and he calls me and I haven't talked to him in like a month probably and he calls me and I'm like oh Jesus I better pick this up is he gonna tell me I've like gonorrhea or something so I pick it up hey how's it going good so I just want to tell you that my fiance found out about us she's really mad and um don't ever contact me again (laughs) And I was like, I was like so furious. I was like, I, ref- I don't want to be a thruple with you. Like, why do you keep trying to bring me back into this relationship that you have? I don't want to like, I'm not. And I screamed at him. I was like, what are you talking about? I haven't spoken to you since we hooked up. You called me and he was just like, I know, but you just like seem really obsessed with me. And it was like, he just completely went full bonkers on me. And I realized that like, I had made a huge mistake. This person was like, not living in the reality that I was living in. And I just hung up on him and I blocked him. And then like clockwork, two seconds later, I get a text. Thank God it wasn't a FaceTime. I got a text from his fiance saying hey don't ever talk to him again don't sleep with him again like blah 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 and I'm just like I'm done (laughs) I I am not I've learned my lesson I I am not fucking with these people ever again they are insane they are liars they are clinically ill like I don't even I've never even heard of anything like this like what is this their kink like do they are they like cuckolding each other and using me like I don't even know man I I know I don't have like that big of an audience but like if anyone who's listening to this do you have any sort of insight into this behavior because it is fucking bonkers to me I've never heard of this before and I've never experienced it before and like obviously I am a chaos demon and I you know agreed to seeing this guy again and you know mistakes were made on my on my behalf but like I can't like what the fuck was that like what who even does that it it must be some weird kink or something I don't know man but piece of shit you really are a piece of shit uh hard pass on you um so yeah that is <laughs> that is the story of the week piece piece of shit uh and who's the true piece of shit is it pos or is it me thank you for listening please drop me a line 
unfit to date at gmail.com. Remember the two is the number, not T O and send me your thoughts. Um, I know this is a second episode of just me popping off and I think I'm going to have a guest next episode, but all feedback is welcome. Um, I love you. Please wear a condom and watch out. Watch out. Bye. Thank you.